The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by the Embassy of Japan, celebrating Japan's gift of cherry blossom trees and Japan-U.S. friendship. Little flower, big story. Good morning. I'm James Homan from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 28th. In today's news, Theresa May offering her resignation isn't enough to get support for her Brexit plan. The Trump administration's effort to cut off the Special Olympics dies on Capitol Hill. And Republican congressional leaders are privately fuming at President Trump for his legal gambit to kill Obamacare. But first, the big idea. Attorney General William Barr will almost certainly miss the deadline set by House Democrats for handing over special counsel Bob Mueller's full report. Jerry Nadler, the Democratic chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, said that during a phone call yesterday, Barr told him it would take at a minimum weeks before lawmakers can see an edited version of the report, making it clear that the Justice Department will not meet the April 2nd deadline that Democrats set. Barr also would not promise that an unredacted full report with the underlying evidence would be provided to Congress. Though Nadler would not say whether lawmakers will issue a subpoena, he told reporters that April 2nd was a hard deadline. President Trump, meanwhile, called into Sean Hannity's show last night for 45 minutes to talk about the investigations. He said he has not ruled out pardoning former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and other ex-campaign aides who have been convicted of or pleaded guilty to federal crimes as a result of the Mueller probe. Trump instead bashed the FBI as dirty cops, called former Director Jim Comey a terrible guy, and former CIA Director John Brennan a sick person. Trump then called Barr a great gentleman. As he criticized Jeff Sessions for recusing himself from the Russia investigation, he said of Barr, had he been there initially, this all wouldn't have happened. But as the president took a victory lap, Fox News judicial analyst Andrew Napolitano, who has been a stalwart Trump ally, warned that his celebration is premature. He told viewers of the cable network that the still confidential Mueller report might contain damning evidence pointing to conspiracy and obstruction. He noted that we've only seen a four-page summary from a Trump loyalist of what he guessed is a 700-page report. He speculated that that is a summary of more than 2 million pages of raw evidence. Napolo went on to note that if there were no evidence of conspiracy and no evidence of obstruction, the attorney general would have said so, adding that because Barr did not, quote, there is something there. And the investigations continue. Federal prosecutors said yesterday that the grand jury impaneled by Mueller is still working robustly. They're pursuing related lines of inquiry, including an ongoing fight with a foreign state-owned mystery company that has refused to comply with a subpoena from Mueller. Chief U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell of Washington held the first public hearing involving that subpoena fight since the company rebuffed the grand jury's request last July for records. The hearing was held to consider a request by the Reporters Committee for the Freedom of the Press to unseal materials related to the case. Howe said she would issue an order granting a huge chunk of that request to make records public after she gives each side at least a month to confer about potential redactions to hearing transcripts in the case. Meanwhile, House Democrats formally began pursuing 10 years of Trump's financial records after Michael Cohen, the president's former lawyer, testified that Trump committed financial fraud and inflated his net worth to get bank loans. 
Last week, Oversight Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings sent a letter to Trump's auditor asking for copies of statements of financial condition prepared for Trump in several of his companies. So there's a lot more information that is still going to come out. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, British Prime Minister Theresa May suggested that she would resign if her Brexit deal passes, as a number of alternative proposals failed in Parliament. In a special late-night session designed to find ways to break the impasse, the House of Commons could not produce a majority for any of the eight Brexit proposals that have been put forth by various factions. May offered no timetable for her possible departure, but some Tory lawmakers say a leadership election within the party could happen over the summer, which would mean May could leave 10 Downing Street by the fall. While May's offer to step aside encouraged a number of conservative rebels to say they will now support her twice-defeated Brexit deal, she still may not have the votes for what she wants to pass this divided parliament. Crashing out of the European Union without a deal, as well as a long delay, a general election, or a second referendum, all remain options as the chaos continues. The British Environmental Secretary Michael Gove and former Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson are considered the two frontrunners to replace May. Gove, a prominent Brexiteer and one of the Conservative Party's more cerebral figures, played a key role in the Leave campaign. He's been loyal to May since returning to the cabinet, but his reputation took a hit after he was accused of betraying Johnson in the 2016 leadership fight. Johnson, you may remember as the two-term mayor of London, is that rare politician who has cross-party appeal. He succeeded in a city that typically favors labor, but his popularity slumped after the EU referendum in 2016, especially in pro-EU cities like London, and he received mixed reviews for his time as foreign secretary. Number two, the Trump administration is scrambling to defend itself from bipartisan pushback against its proposal to cut off federal funding for the Special Olympics. Trump's proposed 2020 budget is the third year in a row that Education Secretary Betsy DeVos has tried to kill the popular program. DeVos defended her proposal, saying private donors should step up. The proposal, though, now appears dead once again. Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri, the top Republican on the Senate panel that oversees money for the Education Department, said he won't allow the cut to go forward. He just returned from the World Games in the United Arab Emirates this month. He said he saw what a huge impact the organization has on athletes, their families, and their communities. And by the way, the cost to taxpayers of five Trump weekends at Mar-a-Lago would more than cover the entire budget of federal support for the Special Olympics. Number three, Trump is pressuring Republicans to produce a replacement for the Affordable Care Act, a request the GOP considers unrealistic in a divided Congress and politically perilous ahead of the 2020 elections. Hours after having lunch with Senate Republicans on Tuesday, Trump spoke by phone with a handful of senators, urging them to write a new law, even though the party failed to coalesce around a plan when it controlled the House and Senate for two years. The White House says it has no proposal of its own in the works. Trump's push comes after his Justice Department argued in a filing on Monday with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit that the ACA should be thrown out in its entirety, this includes provisions protecting people with pre-existing conditions and allowing young adults to stay on their parents' health care plans. Trump's request is being met with anger and angst by many Republicans on the Hill. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy had urged Trump to hold off on pushing for a court-ordered destruction of the ACA. 
He has complained privately to donors that the last GOP attempt to gut Obamacare was the main reason the party lost at least 40 House seats in last year's midterm elections. House Republicans privately worry this will cripple their attempts to reclaim the chamber and could even cost them additional seats in 2020. Privately, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has also argued for Trump to just let lawmakers move on. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 28th. If you're a baseball fan, happy opening day. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.